You're listening to Valley Edition. I'm Kathleen Schock. Throughout the pandemic, we've reported on the toll of COVID-19 within hospitals and prisons. But the virus is also wreaking havoc in facilities that fall somewhere in between, known as California's state hospitals. FM89's Carrie Klein is here to share what's happening in one particular state hospital as part of our weekly COVID-19 update. Thanks for being here, Carrie. Hi, Kathleen. So let's begin, as usual, with a look at COVID-19 across the San Joaquin Valley this week. Right. Okay. So, you know, unfortunately, things are still looking very bad. So our seven-county area in the valley is still averaging around 3,000 new cases every day. And when it comes to fatalities, you know, I've said that the data that we're working with can be vulnerable to hiccups and reporting. And we saw that this week, unfortunately. You know, in one day, just one day, Fresno County logged 120 COVID-related deaths, but they hadn't updated that tally in 10 days. So it looks like a huge jump, but it's possible those deaths were actually evenly distributed over time. We just don't know. And the number of COVID patients in hospital beds is still close to the highest it's been all pandemic, but it's been hovering relatively steady for the last week. In a press conference yesterday, in fact, state hospital officials said it's unclear if we're beginning to see long-term improvement or if it's just a temporary plateau. And really, many health officials are saying we're likely not even out of the holiday surge just yet. Okay. Well, so far from what I understand, upwards of 30,000 vaccine doses have been administered in our region. What else can you tell me about the rollout? So there have been a lot of updates since last week. And the first is that county health departments, which are the agencies that are storing and distributing most of the vaccines here, they've really upped their public engagement. So wherever in the Valley you live, you can go online to your county website or their social media account for basic information about the vaccine. Some county websites will also allow you to book an appointment or sign up for notifications for when you'll be eligible. Many counties are also beginning to offer public vaccination clinics. So Fresno has two. The Fresno Fairgrounds and Sierra Pacific Orthopedics, Kern County is setting up its fairgrounds, and across the valley, doctor's offices, federally qualified health clinics, dentist offices, you know, and lots of other health clinics, they're all gearing up to eventually offer vaccines themselves. For now, um, vaccines have mostly been offered to healthcare workers in, you know, what's known as phase 1A of the state's vaccination guidelines. Um, But Fresno and Madera began vaccinating those over 75 this week, and Mariposa started vaccinating school employees as well. However, on Wednesday, the state very uh, unexpectedly pivoted to include those over 65 in the priority list, and that bumps them up actually a few weeks earlier than originally planned. So county health departments are kind of scrambling to incorporate that into their plans. So let's pivot and talk about state hospitals. One is in our area, Kalinga State Hospital in western Fresno County. How has the virus affected that facility so far? So, so far, um, there have been more than 400 cases reported there among the patients, and that's, that's more than a third of the facility's population. And this really can be characterized as a surge. You know, a quarter of those cases were just reported in the last two weeks. 14 of those people have died, and another 360 staff members have tested positive. And this is one of the hardest hit state hospitals in the system. You know, there are six of these facilities across California, and Kalinga has the second highest case total uh, following a facility in San Bernardino County. Well, forgive me for what is a rather basic question, but what even are state hospitals? Who lives there? 
Right. You know, I, yeah, I think there's a lot less that's known about them than, you know, the prison or jail system. So they operate similarly to prisons. You know, people are ordered by a judge or a court to be there, but they are completely separate from the State Department of Corrections. You know, they're long-term facilities for felons who have completed their prison sentences for their crimes. But for whatever reason, a court has still deemed them unsafe or unfit for a life of freedom. And at Kalinga, this mostly includes men who were sexually violent predators. And because so many conditions inside state hospitals are similar to those in prisons, many people actually call them shadow prisons. And so what has changed there because of the pandemic? So, you know, a lot of basic things that you would expect. Staff and patients all have masks. Visitations have been postponed indefinitely. Social distancing is a requirement and testing is done regularly. And an entire unit has been set aside for quarantine. But patients tell us there's a lot of chaos. They say many rooms, you know, dorm rooms are overcrowded. Six feet social distancing is impossible. They say there aren't enough supplies for hand washing and showering. They also claim that staff are able to float between units and possibly bring the virus with them. Here's patient Andrew Warren. They have staff that work from other infected units to come in here and then then they go into your rooms and start touching things and passing, passing around. A spokesperson from the Department of State Hospitals denies all of this, but regardless, the patients feel that the system doesn't have their backs. Here's James Heydrich, who's also a patient at Kalinga. He's been there since 2006. Whatever it is they're doing is they're doing it wrong because they keep getting us infected after we get cleared. They just keep repeating it over and over again. They keep doing the same exact thing, and they're getting nowhere. They're going around in circles. Now, you and another one of our reporters, Madi Bolaños, have been talking directly with these and other patients at Kalinka State Hospital. Tell me more about what they've been telling you. Right. Well, just like for those of us on the outside, the quarantine process inside the hospital can be really disruptive. Uh, Madi spoke with a patient named Gary Gillespie, whose partner is actually there at the hospital with him. But they were split up when they tested positive for the virus a week apart, and they've since had to correspond by letter. What I've experienced is a separation from the person that I love the most on planet Earth. Uh, at first, it was nice to be able to look out, you know, a window and see him on Unit 5. He was then transferred to Unit 24. The virus, in fact, has ripped through the hospital so quickly that Andrew Warren, uh, who you heard from earlier, he would rather be deported than stay there. He's a Vietnamese citizen. He's even gotten his deportation orders. But under California's sexually violent predator law, he's required to stay at the hospital for treatment. On top of all that, two families who lost a loved one in the hospital last year have told me they were never notified when that loved one died. I was able to confirm that at least one of those men did test positive for COVID-19 a month before he died, which the family says they also were never notified about. And so there's also a concern that a lack of transparency, even to family members, could obscure the impact of the virus within the hospital. Wow. So in the state prison system, I know that many inmates and staff have already begun receiving vaccinations. Is there a prospect of vaccinations among people at these state hospitals as well? Yeah, in fact, yes. Um, As of yesterday, 150 patients had been vaccinated already and more than 750 staff across the whole system. And um, the state hospital system says they're prioritizing employees with direct contact with patients, as well as patients with uh, the highest risk of serious illness. 
Well, Carrie, I'm looking forward to next week uh, and getting some more updates from you on all of this. Really appreciate your reporting. Thank you.